He's a small-time actor who never made it big. But in real life, Zachary Horwitz, going with his green name Zach Avery, was arrested this week for running a real-life Ponzi scheme, a scam to the tune of $275 million. played his part well, raising millions, claiming he had the rights to worldwide distribution of HBO and Netflix movies. He faked documents, running his scam for years. The runaway deals lined his own pockets and not those of his investors. He was arrested this week by the FBI at his Beverly Wood mansion, which he purchased for over $6 million in cash from investors. He faces 20 years in prison for running the Take from Peter to Pay Paul scheme after promising investors up to 40% in returns. Have you ever fallen for a too-good-to-be-true rise in riches? The only true asset you need is free, found only in the risen Christ. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this week, we're doing a series called Easter Stories. When Jesus rose from the dead, everything changed. His life was a journey to the cross, but he never intended to stay in the grave. Peter's first sermon, the first Christian sermon ever delivered, made this clear. He was delivered into the hands of wicked men and put to death on the cross. But God raised him from the dead freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Jesus put it this way in John 2, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Death couldn't hold him. Easter was always the plan. And after he rose from the grave, death and sin were dealt their fatal blow. But none of his disciples felt this on that first Easter morning. They had forgotten his promise and were in great despair. Well, today, we're going to look at the life of Mary Magdalene, an Easter story that's very special. She was the first person who Jesus spoke to after his resurrection. And though she didn't recognize him at first, the moment he called her by her name, her weeping turned to joy. Her Jesus was alive. I want you to join me as we remember this real moment in time and how the Lord can turn our weeping into joy even today. After all, Easter still changes everything. But before we hear that story, I'd like to tell you about a special feature film that we've had for you this week called Risen. This movie shows the events of Christ's resurrection from a very unique angle. A Roman soldier who is skeptical but trying to find the truth. Risen's told not from necessarily a a gospel-centric. This takes a different view. This is through the eyes of a non-believing Roman military leader. The Nazarene said he'd rise again after three days. We will lose peace and order if it's true. Will the people believe it? The weak will. There will be no other gods. Kill him. Where most films about the life of Christ end at the crucifixion, Risen really begins at the crucifixion. The military leaders and the religious leaders of the day woke up that morning and the body of Jesus was missing. It was a mystery to them, and it unleashed a manhunt because they were fearful of what a resurrection 
would mean, that it would mean that this was a messiah, that it would cause unrest in Rome and unrest in Jerusalem and unrest throughout Judea. And so we really kind of reveled in and lived in the thrill of the journey of these characters looking for this body of Jesus, looking to prove that this resurrection was a fake. So it was important for us as we were going through the process on Risen, starting from the script stage through production, was to involve pastors and leaders and people that I've known and worked with and trusted for 25 years to really make sure that, while I would never say Risen is a biblically-based story, I would say it's scripturally harmonious, that the elements of the story where it touches scripture are true to scripture. You know, we're looking for people to be impacted in a positive way, and I think people come out the other end after watching it changed. You know, as the scripture shows what Jesus did and said, what what did the people around him think and, and what were the what were the ramifications of, of what we saw after you know after the fact and i think with risen we get to explore that have fun with it in a way that is i think edifying and encouraging and uplifting that's rich peluso who runs a firm films for sony and he's also a christian and as i've said before risen is a gritty realistic movie that portrays the harsh realities of the first century That's the only reason it has a PG-13 rating. But when you watch it, it will remind you that Jesus truly has risen from the dead. It's a worthy film that will be an encouragement to you and might even open the doors for non-believing friends and family to openly talk about the resurrection. Call us after the program. Would you make a gift to the ministry? But then be sure and ask for the Risen DVD. And our number to call is 800 Six five four twenty eight thirty six. That's eight hundred sixty five Haven. Or go to our website, haventoday.org. You can make your gift and place your order there. You can also watch some excerpts from the movie. Our website, haventoday.org. And now let's get the program started with Stuart Townend opening this Haven Today.
days through the spirit who clothes faith with certainty. morning. It's called Resurrection Hymn by Stuart Townen here on this Haven Today from his ultimate collection. I'm Charles Morris. You're in a program series this week called Easter Stories. For all those who believe in Jesus now, we know the day is coming when we will be able to say, along with the Apostle Paul, as well as with the prophet Hosea, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Death has been swallowed up by life. Jesus' life has conquered death for us all. The resurrection guarantees our eternal life. This series we're in called Easter Stories, the resurrection promising a future. But the Easter stories that we read in the Gospels tell us how Jesus' resurrection reaches us in the here and now, in the present. We can get caught up in the future tense, heaven coming to earth, us going to be with the Lord, a perfect world to come, and a kingdom without sin or sorrow, we sometimes forget the Lord can work the resurrection into our lives right now. Many of us are struggling. The pandemic, we hope, is nearing an end as vaccines roll out and the world begins to open back up. But the loss still stings. So many have lost loved ones. So many have lost jobs or have been pushed to the brink of their own mental health. This year has not been easy. These last many months over the past year and then this year, not easy. It may even feel like we've been walking dead at times, but Christ brings new life. Death, even the death that knocks on our hearts right now, death has been defeated. Sorrow turns into joy as we turn to Jesus And that's what Mary learned. Mary Magdalene was a faithful follower of Christ. She had followed him ever since he saved her life. She was demon-possessed. Not just one, seven demons possessed her. How she got that way, we don't know. But we know it was a terrible existence. Christ met demon-possessed men and women throughout the Gospels. And even just one is a threat. Mary had seven, but they were no match for the Lord. He commanded them to come out, and they did come out. And from that moment on, Mary followed Jesus. She was a disciple. It was Mary Magdalene and a few other women who walked with Jesus the entire way. 
They were there at the cross, right by his side as he died. They were the first ones to the tomb on that first Easter Sunday, grieving the loss of their Lord, searching for some kind of solace. Mary Magdalene was there. And that first Easter, she had an encounter with Jesus that still speaks to us today. Listen to the story from John chapter 20. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you were looking for? And thinking it was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. And that's when Jesus said to her in verse 16, Mary. She turned towards him. She must have looked more closely into his face. And she cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with that news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them what he had said to her. Well, there she was, Mary Magdalene. Can you imagine Ever lost someone close to you? You know what it's like to weep, maybe to cry, even violently. The tomb was empty. John and Peter had seen for themselves. Mary had come to the tomb to grieve, but she didn't know she would be coming to weep at the loss of Jesus' body. I can only imagine the pain. Back in 2001, when the Twin Towers were struck in that horrific act of terrorism, 20 years ago this year, so many lives were lost. And after the towers collapsed, hundreds were killed in the rubble. But families were desperate to find the bodies of their husbands and sons and daughters and wives. They knew they were gone, but they needed to see the bodies. Remember those days? We have listeners who remember those days painfully. One set of listeners we have lost their son in one of the towers. They had just been with him and gone to church with him a week before. These people needed a chance to say goodbye. Some of them were not able to. The pain was unbearable. Mary thought she wasn't going to be able to say goodbye. So there she was, crying. The disciples saw the empty tomb And they went home. We don't get any insight into their emotional state, but we do with Mary. She was weeping. She loved her Lord Jesus, and she remained a faithful disciple even in his death. And it was right there in her pain that the Lord Jesus broke in and showed up. The angels inside the tomb asked her why she was crying. She didn't know where Jesus was. And then as she turned around, there he was. 
Maybe she wasn't expecting to see him, or maybe Jesus disguised himself, but she didn't recognize him. Yet she was desperate to see him. Show me where he is. Take me to him so I can see him, so I can take him back and put him here where we can say our goodbyes. Mary was like any of us who have just wanted to see our loved ones one final time, just the body, but then saying goodbye. And all Jesus had to say was a single word. He called her by her name, Mary. The way he said her name must have shaken her. She didn't recognize his body, but she could not mistake his voice, Mary. And in that one word, her entire world shifted. Christ called her by name, and she received life from death. Mary, one word, one name. But it was an entire world given to her in that moment. But that wasn't all Jesus was there for. He told Mary something that day, something that sustained her for the rest of her life, something that can sustain us as we walk through this dark world and the valley of the shadow of death. He said, I am going to my father and your father, to my God and to your God. The resurrection doesn't just give us a new life. It brings us into the love and life of God. He is our Father. If we believe in Christ, all that is his is now ours. We belong to the Lord, for he is our God. Mary thought she had lost everything, but Christ brought her back and gave her more than she ever thought she needed. New life, a testimony that death has been conquered, adoption into the Father's family, This is what Christ does for each of us, too. He calls us by name. Remember Isaiah, the prophet, telling us that our name is written on his hands? He went to the cross, and he rose again with our name on his heart. And he calls us out of our deaths, out of our sorrows, and into his marvelous light. You may feel like Mary, lost, confused, even shocked that your world has come or is coming to an end. But in the darkness, the light of Jesus and his resurrection breaks through. We have hope in his name, comfort in our sorrow. You may not recognize Jesus right now, but listen closely. Listen for the sound of his voice. He will never turn you away. He will never abandon you. The resurrection reaches to the depths to save us, and Christ will sustain us day by day as we walk in the power of his Spirit. Yes, he's gone to his Father and our Father, but one day he will bring us to be with him. Easter still changes everything. Touch the scars in his
Sung by Rebecca Mazel, written by Jay Stalker. He is risen from Scripture Lullabies, the third album in the Hidden in My Heart series. I was with Jay just a couple of weeks back in Colorado, and I'm looking forward to us premiering new music from his fourth Scripture Lullabies album later next month. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and a program called Easter Stories. Last weekend, our executive producer watched the 1953 classic film called The Rope. He had heard me compare it to Ben-Hur and the new film Risen. All three of these films are historical fiction. They take the true story and events surrounding the death and resurrection of Jesus 
but tell them from a different perspective to help us see the gospel in a new way. And I think that's what you will enjoy when you watch the film called Risen. It masterfully weaves the real biblical events of Jesus with a Roman soldier who has been given the case to find the body of Jesus. Joseph Fiennes, playing the Roman officer who was searching for the body of Christ, and little did he know that his investigation would change his life forever. And even though this film got a PG-13 rating for a couple of realistic war sequences and a couple of dug-up graves, I believe this film will capture your imagination and encourage you to look to the risen Christ. So why don't you get in touch with us right now? Would you make a gift to Haven today? And would you ask for your copy of the Risen DVD? You just need to call us at 800-654-2836. That number again is 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us at haventoday.org where you can watch some excerpts from the movie. The website one more time is haventoday.org. And just as we have to go, if you wanted to get it but just didn't get around to, we still have Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters Volume 1 CD with a bonus five songs on it. It's the deluxe version that we want to send you. It's the best Easter album I've heard in a long time, and I know you'll want to listen to it all year round. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again, we get to share together the great story, the resurrection story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. No one likes a relationship on the rocks. Making things right with a friend or a significant other is a high priority, even if it's hard. It's no different with God. Being right with God is eternally significant, but nothing less than a resurrection can achieve it. Romans 4.25 says, Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins and raised for our justification. That's what justification is, getting right with God being able to stand before him with our sins washed away and Christ's own righteousness given to us. Relationships wax and wane. They can be strong one moment and crumbling the next. But our relationship with the Lord is rock solid. Christ was raised to secure it. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.